millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 32, Dr. Daniel Witkowski, OB-GYN, father of six, and man on a mission. When it's dinner time, I got something you should try. It's crunchy, green, and yummy, and it's about to blow your mind. It's low on calories, and it looks like many trees. When you're having dinner with me, broccoli. Dr. Yami Kazorla-Lancaster, board-certified pediatrician, certified food for life cooking and nutrition instructor, certified well coach, and passionate promoter of the power of diet and lifestyle in preventing and reversing chronic disease and bringing joy and longevity into our lives. This podcast is focused on plant-based nutrition, habit formation, behavior change, and motivation so that you can have the tools to live the best life possible. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you keep coming back as a regular listener. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Welcome back, veggie lovers, and happy Sunday. It is good to be back. I hope you had a great week. I know you're just going to love this week's podcast with Dr. Dan. He is an amazing individual just doing great work out in Massachusetts. You know the thing I love most? about podcasting is I get to meet incredible people. I get motivation week after week talking about people who are really out there putting in the work, inspiring people, encouraging people, doing the best they can to help people live long, joyful lives. And Dr. Dan is no exception. I know you will fall in love with him too. If you are lucky enough to live in Massachusetts, then maybe you get to see him in person. But if not, then you can definitely visit him online and you will have more information about that soon. But before we get on to the interview, I want to take a moment to thank Veggie Doctor Radio's sponsor, Health IQ. Health IQ is a life insurance agency created for health-conscious individuals. They help you save money on your life insurance. If you want to find out more about Health IQ and to see if you qualify, please go to healthiq.com forward slash veggie doctor and use the special code veggie doctor. All right, are you ready to hear more from Dr. Dan? Let's go. 
Dr. Daniel Witkowski is a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist. He currently practices obstetrics and gynecology at Women's Healthcare Associates in Melrose, Massachusetts, where he has been in private practice since 1993. He serves as chairman of the obstetrics and gynecology department at Hallmark Health Systems. He is also a board-certified lifestyle medicine physician. He is one of 24 fellows of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine in the world. He is the co-founder with his wife, Pamela, of Lifestyle Design MD, a program where they educate individuals, families, and medical practitioners on how to obtain optimal health and prevent and reverse chronic disease through nutrition, fitness, stress management, and lifestyle design. He is a nationally recognized public speaker and trainer. Daniel and Pamela are high school sweethearts and have been married since 1984. They are the parents of six children and grandparents to Ella and Brody. Okay, I am so pleased to have with me today Dr. Daniel Witkowski, who is an obstetrician gynecologist in Massachusetts. And I actually heard about you, Dr. Dan, from Dr. Beth Morris, who also has the um, American College of Lifestyle Medicine board certification. And she thought that you would be a great person to interview for Veggie Doctor Radio. So thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. It's great to be here. Well, I've reviewed your website and you're very active on Facebook and it looks like you're doing really wonderful things for lifestyle medicine and the plant-based movement. But I just really want to know more about you. How did you become part of this? What's your story? Uh, it's probably the typical story of how traditionally trained physicians get involved with something like lifestyle medicine. I was a person that went through the allopathic training. I went to Tufts Medical School in Boston. I then did my residency at Sinai Hospital in Baltimore in obstetrics and gynecology, and then opened up a practice, a traditional obstetrics and gynecology practice um, that was office-based, private practice with the usual hospital privileges. And it was probably around 10 years into my practice that I you know, I, I was really doubting, maybe this isn't what I really wanted to do in my life. Because as patients were getting heavier, or patients were becoming sick or put on medications, and they were asking me questions about those medications, and how long they needed to be on them, things like, you know, lipid lowering medications, or hypertensive medications, or diabetic medications, and they just didn't really know a lot about it, and know, know why it was happening to them. And they would explain it like it was just, you know, genetic or running in their family or they had all these terms. And I would sit there and listen and I didn't really know anything about it. I didn't know. I wasn't trained. I, I had no idea what, what they were talking about. And then it started hitting my family too with my father and all of his chronic ailments, diabetes, you know, quintuple bypass surgery. Uh, so uh, had his leg amputated and once these things started to hit my family and they started to run in it got in between my patients and I that I wasn't really helping them the way I wanted to I said this I got to do something else so I thought of other ways to practice medicine or other ways to treat people and I thought maybe it was going to be functional medicine or maybe preventative medicine something like that, and integrative medicine. And on my journey around the country, 
with my wife, Pamela. We went to lots of conferences and tried to introduce ourselves to lots of alternative therapies. We found lifestyle medicine, and it really seemed to resonate with me and what I was going through, uh, both struggling with patients and struggling with trying to help my own family, that that seemed to be the answer. And the evidence really showed that I could make a difference again in people's lives if I helped them with the, the principles of lifestyle medicine. Oh, that's a great story. So it came both from your professional side, seeing your patients and feeling at a loss of, okay, how am I going to help these people? But also from a personal side in your own family. I mean, that's, that can hit somebody pretty hard and cause them to make a change. Right. So when did you start getting into the, the science behind the diet and the recommendations that you make now? Well, it again came out of lifestyle medicine. Lifestyle medicine really has its foundation in nutrition. And that is the number one that really keeps people well, along with physical fitness or, you know, physical activity, uh, along with stress management, sleep management, uh, avoiding toxins in your life, and, and then having relationships and community and how we respond and how we interact with that community, giving us purpose in our lives. And when you put those elements all together, that's the practice of lifestyle medicine. But I had to say to myself, what pillars do I really want to build my practice on? Mm -hmm. And I knew a little bit about physical activity and being physically fit. I was an athlete most of my life. I played soccer in college and I really tried to keep myself physically well. But, you know, and I, I didn't realize how much it really impacted other parts of people's wellness. But I knew that the foundation, the real, what really helped people the most is what they were feeding themselves. Themselves, what they were putting in their bodies. And that's why I started focusing then that the pillars would be nutrition and physical activity. How can I help people get those two parts of lifestyle medicine their best? And then from there, start working beyond that into other aspects of their life to really give them that optimal wellness that everyone's really looking for. Mm, I love that. And I love how you realized early on that it's important to find a focus because there yeah. are so many different things that we can help people with. And it is all, it's very comprehensive. It's important that we not neglect any of these issues, but right. I agree that diet right now is one of the biggest issues that we're having problems with in our public. And it seems to be getting worse and worse. I know. So do you yourself eat a plant-based diet? Of course. Uh, and I really think that my principles around nutrition are around a whole food plant-based diet. I never like to really put labels on it like vegan or vegetarianism because I know that those labels don't really describe exactly what to eat and it makes it more confusing. And there's enough confusion out there for people. So I don't want to confuse them anymore or I don't want to limit them either. I don't want to make it sound like it's full of rules and, and do's and don'ts and things that you have to limit yourself with. Instead, I think if you just think of those four words, whole food, plant-based, and it doesn't matter which way you say them, even if you were to take them individually, they mean so much by themselves, like the word whole, you know, the way nature gave us the food, the least amount processed uh, is really the best way to eat it. And then plant, like that plants are really what's been shown in all the evidence 
as, as part of a diet that really will not only be able to prevent and even treat illnesses, but even reverse illnesses. And then when you think about um, the food, if you just look at that word, it has to be real food. It can't be these new to nature molecules that we have that companies are adding to foods and preserving foods with that are really creating more havoc in our bodies. Our bodies don't understand how to deal with some of those chemicals and some of those new to nature molecules. And then the last one, based, you know, the foundation. Any good foundation is going to enable you to build on and make that structure very strong. So it can really create a health for yourself that is very, very strong. So base is so important. So whole food, plant-based diet, so important, all four words, and they all work together. So I don't like to really get into or even practice on my own with such rules and regulations and, and, and labels that that, you know, at times I will use a word like vegan because I know a lot of people understand that means without dairy products um, being plant-based. But most of the time, I just stick with whole food plant-based because I think it means the most to me. And it's the best that anyone else can practice. Yeah. And it really emphasizes that health aspect of it, that you're right. looking at these foods for the nutrient density and the amount of fiber they have, the antioxidants. So it's a little yes. bit of a different um, view of it. So how right. long have you eaten this way? And was it hard for you to transition? Were you on standard American diet before? Or were you kind of like on the healthier side of that? What was your story as far as your dietary change? It was like everybody else's. It probably was closest to the standard American diet. And as I was even transitioning with understanding what my patients were going through and what my family was going through, I was on an airplane traveling to Florida to see my son play baseball. At the time, he was at a prep school in Connecticut, and they started their season because up in, the, in Connecticut, in New England, you know, the springtime is still very cold, and baseball is a difficult game to play. Uh, in April, but we were traveling in February to start his season in Florida. And on that flight down, I was reading a book by Colin Campbell called The China Study. And it was that book that made me realize that a plant-based diet is really where I want to be. And I remember that Pamela, my wife Pamela, didn't make that trip with me. I went with her father. I went with my father-in-law. And when I got off the plane, I like to always text Pamela. And I didn't even really know what I was saying. I'll never forget it. But I text Pamela, I think I just became a vegetarian. Are you in? And she texts me right back. She texts back, I'm in. And so it was kind of one of those magic moments in life where you say, wow, that didn't even take any convincing or anything. I just knew that from other discussions we had had by some of the courses that we've been to and conferences we've been to around the country, that this was something that we both kind of had in the back of our minds, that we needed to start walking the walk, that we needed to start taking the steps to get ourselves so that others can see what we're doing and we can help them make their lives better and healthier. So that, I think, is really where it kind of all started. And that was back in February of 2010. And wow. since then, Again, it's a process. No, I wasn't good at it. Like I said, I didn't even know what I was talking about. I never even read a book about what vegetarianism or being vegetarian was. But I knew it had to do with plants and eating more plants. And I knew we weren't doing that. So that's where I then started trying to figure out 
as time was going on, how to do that better and better and get educated more and more about it. I love that story. You're not the first one that's told me that they've done the getting off the plane and either texting or calling a spouse and being like, I just made this big change. (laughs) So so that's cool. It sounds like your wife is super supportive. And I love seeing her on the videos too on Facebook. She's adorable. And it sounds like both of you have a really big role in really educating people and showing them that it does not have to be complicated. This does not have to be gourmet cooking. Um, And especially the videos that you guys show about stacking meals. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? What does that mean? Oh, that's a a concept that really Pamela developed because as I was helping people and trying to get people to eat more plant-based, I would always say, if you just build your meal plan around four food groups, Let's not get confused with macronutrients and saying I'm staying away from carbs or I need more protein or where do you get your protein? I kept hearing all of those problems that people were having with those terms and they are very confusing. So I said, let's forget about macronutrients and let's start thinking about food groups. And I would try to have everybody build their meal plans on just four food groups, fruits, vegetables, legumes, in whole grains, and I now call them natural grains because I really think that people even get confused with that whole grain concept. They think whole grain bread is, yes. a, is a whole grain. But, so I say natural grains and seeds and nuts. Mm-hmm. And if we can just create meals like that. So Pamela took that to the next step and said, why don't we just call it stacking and let's make our meal prep this meal stacking method so that we can help people not only have to worry about recipes, but just look in your fridge or look in your pantry. And when it's stocked properly, you can take the things out of your pantry. If you want an Italian night, you can create an Italian stacked meal, or you can create a, let's say an Asian stacked meal, just based on whatever ingredients you have and you know how you can create that plate or bowl or, or meal that you want to have. So it really just means adding some maybe green leafy vegetables on a plate, putting rice with it as your, as your natural grain, brown rice, red rice, black rice, adding vegetables, whatever you have. And most cuisine have the same vegetables, whether they're squash or, or potatoes or um, carrots and celery. They all have the same type of ingredients, and you just put different sauces then on top, whether that sauce is a Thai chili sauce or the sauce is a marinara sauce. You've just created either an Asian dinner or you created a, an Italian dinner. So you can really create these stacked meals and and create a meal plan that has great variety, yet great simplicity that people aren't always asking for recipes. People aren't always searching for recipes. They just make their own. And it's a skill and it takes time to develop. But once you start doing it, it gets to be fun. It gets to be inventive. You you get to be creative. Um, And and we, we have a lot of fun with it. It ends up being what we do every night in our kitchen and, and, it, and it consumes us. So it keeps us away from the, the bad things, the bad habits that we don't like, like watching TV or, or eating snacks and sitting around. And it really creates a, an environment where we are enjoying what we're doing with the people that we enjoy doing it with. Well, I want to thank you for creating this concept because this is how I eat all the time. And I thought it was just because I was lazy because I don't, <laughs> 
I mean, I love cooking, but I'm a super busy person and I don't have time to pull out cookbooks and look at recipes and go through steps. So that's how I cook. I just make batches of beans, batches of whole grains, yeah. vegetables. And then each day, depending on what flavor I want, I add a different type of sauce. I might do a cashew right. cream sauce or a spicy sriracha sauce or something exactly. like that. Um, but I'm glad you made this a thing. And it's not just like, you know, Dr. Yami's lazy cooking. Because <laughs> it's filling and it's nourishing and you still are getting all that fiber and antioxidants, but it's, it does not have to be complicated. So no. that's great. And yes. then, have you always liked to be in the kitchen? I like seeing the videos of you actually cooking and we don't see that many men in the kitchen. So has this I been know. always for you is more of a new thing? No, it's always. And even when we weren't eating so well, back when Pamela and I were raising our family and we were just doing the things that we normally did, um, I would still be an active participant. I, I think I got it really from my family. My father used to help my mother. Um, Pamela's father always helped in the kitchen. So I think it was just the role models that I had. And as I started getting more and more into it, to be honest with you, I really think too, it enables me to get food prepared and cooked the way I like it too. So I kind of was a little selfish side to it, but I always uh, was someone that liked to use my hands, you know, going into a surgical subspecialty in medicine was one of those things too. I just like to use my hands and my, I had skills that were developed through my training and I just transferred those skills into the kitchen as I kept cooking and kept learning more and more how to, you know, prepare meals and create meals. So that's, that's how it really, great. and that's how, yeah, that's how it got started. Yeah. What a great role model. I love that. No, well, speaking you. of, you have six kids. I how know. How old are your kids and how, what part have they had in this dietary change? How, how have they taken it? How's that gone in the family? Yeah. And, and again, it's mixed because we have three girls and three boys. Our oldest is a, a girl at age 31 who has two children herself. So we have two grandchildren. And they go down to age 18 currently. So our son is the youngest at age 18. Still in high school, you know, still struggling with a lot of pressures from his friends, uh, going out and having good times with them. Uh, but by and large, he understands because of what he sees at home, how to make choices when he's out, how to incorporate, let's say, if he's having a burrito, to make sure that he's getting his green leafies in his burrito along with his legumes, even if he throws in the barbecue chicken that his friends are having, he wants to be part of the crowd. So through life, uh, as they've been growing up, with the exposure they've had to what Pamela and I have been trying to help people with and help ourselves with, they're getting better and better. My oldest with her two children has really taken it on. And her and her husband have been plant-based for quite a long time, including their children who really haven't you know, really seen any animal products their whole lives. Um, and they've done a great job keeping them plant-based. So there's a spectrum, I guess, that they've all have taken. But uh, even, you know, the, my son now who's in college, a freshman uh, at Boston University, always complaining about the choices at the, at the cafeteria or at the mess hall where he's eating, still it's, you know, he, he, he understands what he's looking for. And he tries to make those choices and make the choices the best he can make whenever he can. So it, it is a challenge. Um, because everybody's at a different point in their life with our kids, but they uh, all kind of still come together. They, we, they're still over the house a lot. They're very local. Nobody lives, you know, a plane ride away. They're just a little simple car ride away within a half hour, 45 minutes. And so we do gather a lot 
and seeing what we're doing, learning from you know, Pamela and I about what nutrition means to their bodies and how it's going to help them later in their life. Having the experience uh, with um, you know, my father, because uh, I lost my mother in 1994, so they didn't really have a chance to see much of her. But watching my father go through his challenges, and then even seeing their other grandparents, Pamela's parents, who have made that transition into a plant-based nutrition plan, uh, even so later in their lives, in their 60s and 70s, where now in their 80s, as they start entering into their 80s, their health has been dramatically changed. Uh, and, and their longevity, their vitality, has been dramatically changed where they continue to participate in all the activities um, as they have, maybe not as much as they have in the past, but as much as they can. And they're very active uh, at age 80, very different than so many people that I know. Yeah, that's wonderful. And that's a testament to that it's never too late. And there's so many people now that in retirement and they're starting to see, you know, more, health problems in their friends and yes. they're more motivated. They're at right. that age where that, you know, I want to be around for my grandkids and great grandkids. So that's wonderful. And what a great influence you and Pamela have been to your kids and grandkids. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank so tell you. me about your current practice. You still practice as an OB gin and uh, do you still do a traditional practice? I do. Um, I'm the chairman of the department. I've been the chairman of the obstetrics and gynecology department at our hospital for the last five years. So it's, been a very busy practice. I've always been um, working, you know, twelve-hour days uh, in the office most days uh, in the OR, a couple three times a week. Uh, it's you know taking call with my usual shift with call. It started off before I created a better call system every other night, every other weekend. So you know, at, at the early part of my career, I was dead tired all the time, never had any energy. But again, I wasn't eating well. I wasn't keeping myself as fit as I do now um, because I didn't really understand how to fit it all in. But I knew I had to do it. I knew there had to be a time where I had to create to, to make that happen. Um, but yeah, my, my practice still is heavily into OBGYN. But as I started to become a lifestyle medicine practitioner, I thought maybe I could model it the same way. And I even went through all the credentialing through the insurance companies to, cre to create a lifestyle medicine practice and was recognized even by the Institute of Lifestyle Medicine about creating that practice quite a few years ago. However, it didn't work mm -hmm. because to spread the word of lifestyle medicine to people like it needs to be spread uh, wasn't really sustainable one-to-one, -one. wasn't even sustainable in group medical visits. Mm. And I was finding it frustrated by all the work that I was trying to accomplish and how much reimbursement I was getting for that time. And it just didn't make any sense because the system isn't built for that consultative practice. The, the system is really built for products and services, not for consulting. And so I, I, I got away from that. And what Pamela and I now have kind of created is what we call event medicine. And event medicine is how you create events, whether they're uh, uh, long all day events, or if they're just short evening events, or if you're spreading the word in the community through, um, through talks uh, at, at, at different organizations, whether it's at a, at a hall somewhere, whether it's in the hospital, if we rent the space in the hospital, but we're just trying to create events where we can 
talk about what lifestyle medicine is and the impact that nutrition and physical activity has on your health, your wellness, your longevity and vitality. That's what we're really getting into lifestyle medicine. So I do my OBGYN thing every single day. And I do this lifestyle medicine thing now, what I feel as though kind of on the side, kind of mm-hmm. where I'm practicing as best I can. And I end up creating, you know, this other job again. So Pamela says, gee, Dan, how can you talk about lifestyle medicine when your life's all over the place? Well, it's really um, you're doing the things that I really love to do. So when you start mixing you know, work and pleasure and fun, like we like to have, as you even mentioned, like we do on Facebook, all of those things, you know, create a life that's just doesn't even feel like work after a while. Hey, humans, I know you want to eat healthier, but feel strapped for time. And even the thought of meal planning and cooking stresses you out. Well, have you considered trying a meal kit service? Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well, delivering pre-portioned and prepped quality whole foods with limited processed ingredients. Green Chef sends organic, fresh produce, and chef-designed recipes in every box for satisfying, nourishing, and convenient meals that make it easy to stick to a healthy living routine. Find recipes for every lifestyle, including plant-based diets. Green Chef delivers quality whole foods with limited processed ingredients, including low-added sugar and sodium smart options. You get to choose from 80-plus flavor-packed options that allow you to take back time in your kitchen with dinner ready in 30 minutes and lunch in 10. Try 15-plus new recipes every week. But here's the best part. Green Chef delivers everything you need to make convenient, wholesome, and delicious meals directly to your doorstep. Each meal kit includes pre-measured ingredients as well as some produce that comes already pre-chopped and custom sauces that are pre-made in-house. They also provide the recipe cards and the meals are really simple to make. It's a delicious, fresh, home-cooked meal without the hassle. What I love the most about Green Chef is that it takes the stress out of cooking. The recipes are easy to follow and everything you need is included so even the less experienced cooks in your house can make a delicious home-cooked meal. It's perfect for those seasons in your life that you're really busy with your kids' sports and school events. Hello, spring, and time is limited, especially if you want fresh, home-cooked, healthy meals to put on the table. So if you're feeling frustrated by the lack of time to eat healthy and you are ready to try Green Chef and see how easily you can integrate it into your healthy lifestyle, go to greenchef.com forward slash human 50 and use code IAMHUMAN50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com forward slash IAMHUMAN50 and use the code IAMHUMAN50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Equilibria is a woman-owned wellness brand with products intended to bring your mind and body back in harmony. They consider themselves a bi-women and four-women company, and they now offer a nutrient-dense green powder called Daily Nutrigreens. Myself and my staff here at Nourish Wellness all tried the Daily Nutrigreens, and we loved it. The Daily Nutrigreens contain an immune antioxidant and detox blend, along with prebiotics, probiotics, and over 35 fruits and veggies. It also contains other important nutrients, such as B12, iron, zinc, and selenium. 
The daily greens are certified organic and all you have to do is mix it with water, but you can also easily add to your smoothies, your oatmeal, or your baked goods. The daily Nutri-Greens are vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. And another bonus is that the packaging is compostable. Yay! When I tried the Apple Banana Daily Nutri-Greens, I was surprised by the pleasant and mild flavor. It was easy to prepare and drink and didn't leave any aftertaste. And I felt great afterwards. It's really easy to create a daily ritual around your green drink, integrated into your daily self-care routine. A green powder is one way to fill the gap in daily nutrition and is an easy and convenient way to get in your greens. These powders are a great way to add more nutrients into your diet during busy times, travel, and transitions in life when you don't have time or access to fresh green veggies. If you're interested in trying Equilibria's daily Nutrigreens, head to myeq.com and use code Dr. Yami, that's D-R-Y-A-M-I, for 15% off Equilibria's daily Nutrigreens and much more. That's myeq.com and use code Dr. Yami, D-R-Y-A-M-I, at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Oh, yeah, I agree. I'm the same way. Sometimes I feel like my work is my play. You know, I just have so much fun with it. (laughs) So whenever you see the females that you see in your practice as an OB-GYN, are you able to integrate these lifestyle medicine um, concepts with them? Yeah, that's a a great question Um, because I had struggled with that in the beginning, too, because I always felt that they were there for their pap smear, for their annual exam or for me to help them have their baby. They weren't there to really listen to me, talk to them about their health and wellness and about you know, lifestyle medicine. And I would always feel as though it went over their head. I always felt as though they really weren't grasping some of the things. And then it came down to time. I mean, I always sometimes you know, have five minutes with somebody. And how do you get all of these ideas to them and, and, and start to move them in a way that they would even express some interest. So I try to make it really simple, like I do with most things in my life. And I came up with my non-negotiable three. So if I just have three minutes to talk to somebody, I'll express the, or I'll, I'll share with them what my non-negotiable three items are. What can they do today? What can they start today to really change their health? And I came up with, number one, they need to break up with dairy. Mm. Dairy products really don't belong in a healthy diet. Uh, On occasion is a dangerous word. So even if you want to say on occasion, that still isn't part of a 
healthy diet. So I always say break up with dairy because I know how much we love it, but it's not a food that loves you back. So it's like that boyfriend that you just need to get rid of. So just break up with them. And dairy is there. Um, the second thing is to limit or even not have any processed food. And that can be confusing with people too. So I tell them what create, what really makes a processed food. It's not just things in bags, boxes, jars, and cans, because even I eat things in bags, boxes, jars, and cans. But what I do is I look at the ingredients. And even that can be complicated. So I've simplified that and say, you don't want to eat anything that's enriched. If it has that word enriched, don't bother having it. You don't want to eat anything that's hydrogenated. So if it says hydrogenated, just don't, on that label, don't have it. And you don't want to have anything that has added sugar. So you can see I like to work in threes. Mm -hmm. So it's nothing enriched, nothing hydrogenated, and nothing with added sugar. And they like to hide that sugar. They, you know, they put it in these natural sugars like honey or agave, uh, or they'll say like dehydrated apple juice or something like that. But it's all just processed food. It's a, it's a clue that that food has been manipulated and you want to avoid that. And then the third thing would be to stay hydrated, to really have that 50 to 60 ounces of water besides the fluids you drink with your meals to really keep your body hydrated. Your body can live for days and function for days without food, but without water, it's just a mere few hours before it starts to malfunction, before you, you start to not be able to think clearly or, or have any energy. So hydration is so important. So those three things are really the three, the non-negotiable three that everybody can start today to really better their health and wellness. I love your non-negotiable three and I'm in full agreement with them, especially as a pediatrician, because you know, dairy is so prevalent in our society, especially for kids, because a lot of parents have been told both by the media and by other practitioners that it's necessary for children right. to consume dairy. So for a pediatrician, as you can imagine, it's, a, it's an uphill battle. I'm sure as an OBGYN, you get that too, because pregnant women time. are told that they must have dairy for the growing baby as well. And I, and I kid with Pamela all the time because I always, when I tell people to break up with dairy, I say it includes milk, butter, yogurt, ice cream, and cheese. And the next thing out of their mouth is even Greek yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's unbelievable how often I hear that. Yes, because right now Greek yogurt is considered a health food. So it's, it's definitely, yep. wow, but that's really, really wonderful. I love that. Well, before we leave the topic of women and pregnant women, can yes. you just give us a little bit about what supplements do you recommend for a pregnant woman, especially one that is eating a, a whole foods plant-based diet? What should she be taking to make sure that she has a healthy pregnancy? Yeah, that's a question. That's a great question. And again, it has to do with supplementation and supplementation is just that. So nutrition is still number one. Don't think that all of a sudden, if you take this magic vitamin, it means that you can go ahead and eat for two, for example, as so many women think that they can, they get this, this, this key that they can just go and eat anything they want. But when you talk really about supplements, it's important that the evidence has shown that the folic acid is very important. So you want a vitamin that has enough folic acid. And 800 milligrams is the typical over-the-counter, 1,000 milligrams or one gram is the typical prescription strength. But you have to also be careful because many, of the sup- uh, many people don't have uh, the enzymes that are able to then activate those 
uh, vitamins or that, that specific B vitamin into its activated form so it can be utilized. So I always recommend activated prenatal vitamins where their B vitamins are in their active form. And then those vitamins that also include DHA and omega-3, an essential omega-3 that has great data on uh, baby's brain and eye development, and even some IQ data that has been really, I think, pushed under the rug in so many cases where people don't think it's important. But when you're talking to moms and they want to do what's best for their baby, uh, there's no data that says any of that's going to hurt the pregnancy or the baby. But if there's some evidence that it may even help or enhance that baby and give that baby the best chance in life, then those, those are what I recommend. So a prenatal vitamin with activated B vitamins and a prenatal vitamin that includes the, uh, the essential omega-3 DHA. Okay, great. And they do have vegan forms of these DHA EPA for those out there. And especially if anybody's uh, concerned about maybe some heavy metal contamination with mercury, the ones that are made from the vegan ones are made directly from the algae. So that kind of helps bypass that heavy metal. Well, wonderful. Okay. So something I'm very curious about that I saw on your website is a vegan ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. Does that really exist? And if so, what is that? Time for a little break to talk about Health IQ. Health IQ is a life insurance agency that helps health conscious individuals save money on their life insurance. And what's really cool about this company is that they are the fastest growing life insurance agency in the nation. They've helped thousands of clients secure. billion in coverage, and their team is licensed across all 50 states in the nation. But they understand, they understand that health conscious individuals, people that eat a vegan diet, vegetarian diet, marathon runners, that they are healthier. They have lower risk of disease and mortality rates. And because of that, they've worked with different brokers to help you save money. So if you want to know more about Health IQ, please visit healthiq.com forward slash veggie doctor and use the special code veggie doctor to see if you qualify for savings on your life insurance. Thank you. And now back to the interview. Well, uh, that really started back when we were challenged by a friend of ours uh, from California, uh, Shalene Johnson. I don't know if you know Shalene Johnson. She's really very active, a great entrepreneur in the fitness world. And she was putting together a nutrition plan for her followers in fitness. And one of the things that she was considering was to help people understand what a ketogenic diet is and how they can create a ketogenic diet and become ketotic uh, so that could help them with their their weight management or even uh, with their with their lives with their with their uh, fitness and so she then considered um, what am I going to do with my vegan or vegetarian followers how can they do a ketogenic diet everything I'm reading is Plant uh, has plants, but also has a lot of animal-based products. And she thought, well, I know this guy. He's a doctor. He's plant-based. Maybe he knows something about it. So she just called me on the phone and asked me, could I do it? And I said, well, I don't know much about it, but give me a week and I'll find out what I can. And then I'll, I'll put together a plan. And that's what we did. And so with our, some of our stacking and some of our three, four, five meal plan, 
guides that Pamela and I have developed, we put together a ketogenic, a vegan, which means without dairy, plant-based ketogenic plan. And interestingly, Pamela and I even challenged ourselves and went on this plan to see if it was sustainable. And we did it for three weeks. Yes, you have to eat a lot of the same food because when you're going plant-based and you're trying to become ketotic, it can be challenging. Uh, so you end up really kind of navigating toward the same groups of food that give you that 70% fats and healthy fats. You want to stay away from any unhealthy fats. The 20% uh, uh, proteins and the 10% uh, excuse me, the 20% carbohydrates and the 10% proteins. You, so to fit into that formula, yes, it got people to start looking at macronutrients, which again, I say before, I try to keep people away from that. But for this, to try to really become ketogenic, you know, people have to really follow those macronutrients and then test their urine and make sure that they are achieving their ketosis that they want. So it all started really with a challenge. We developed this vegan ketogenic meal plan, which really was sustainable for periods of time for people's lives that really wanted to try to either jumpstart a weight loss program or jumpstart a fitness program and start burning ketones, burning their fats in their bodies, staying away from carbohydrates as their fuel. And it really got to be a lot of fun. And we put together a book, which you can download from the website right now. Um, if you go to danielwitkowskimd.com, you'll see it right there on the, on the first page that you'll download a, keto, a vegan ketogenic diet plan. I think it's a great little plan, even for anybody to try for a period of time, three weeks, six weeks, to really even learn how plant-based healthy fats can really give you the energy and it gives you a, a day's worth of energy that's sustainable and, and you're able to really produce and, and perform the way you want to. Wow, that's super interesting. So is that something that you routinely recommend to clients and patients? Or is this something that for people that are ketogenic and vegan, they have a plan and an option available? I think that's a great question. Uh, I really uh, don't recommend it as a regular sustainable diet because you really have to remove then so many great plants that have so many great phytonutrients and macronutrients that you would miss if you just went with this ketogenic plan. So coming in and out of this plan is really what the idea was behind it. Maybe six weeks to really jumpstart a, a process um, or to get you into understanding how fats work in your body. I think that this is a good option for those that are vegan and may want to test out this whole ketogenic thing. At least they right. can do it still by maintaining a, a plant-based diet. So um, thank you for working on that and having an option available. That's very interesting. Well, you mentioned this before, but I wanted to talk to you more about your signature meal prep system. What can you tell us about that? The three, four, five meal plan. Mm -hmm. Well, as I was growing up, Pamela and I was talking that we always had the same things that we always ate, whether it was breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And even as a young family, we even noticed that, um, you know, for our kids, it was either bagels and, or, or pancakes or, or eggs for breakfast. It would always be something like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or some type of, you know, lunch meat like ham or, or, or roast beef, you know, in a sandwich or even soups. And then for dinners, we always had, you know, they were animal based. So primarily would be around some type of meat that we would eat, but it would be the same things over and over again, whether it was pork chops or roast beef or 
chicken, whether they were, you know, chicken uh, as far as baked chicken or fried chicken or whatever. But it was always these same things, these themes that kept happening over and over again. And when we sat together, we said, you know, it's like three breakfasts, four lunches and five dinners that are really the go to uh, meals that people plan over and over month after month, even though they can alter them, like sometimes that those five dinners can change over and over again, they're still doing basically the same things. And so that's where we now start to develop people. Uh, plans, meal plans, when they're transitioning into a plant-based diet, into really gravitating towards creating three, four, and five uh, uh, meal plans, three, three breakfasts, four lunches, five dinners, to then give them their go-to so that whenever they get home, let's say after a busy day at work, they don't just say to, we, to themselves, you know, I just don't have time or I'm just too tired or I just don't have the right things in my pantry or my refrigerator. So I'm going to just order out, or I'm just going to pick up something on the way home. They, they, they get their pantries and their refrigerators in shape or get the right materials in those storage areas so that when they get home, they have one of those five plan, meal plans that they can, they can create, whether it's you know, chickpea piccata, for example, or it's a, a, um, a lentil loaf that they can just make up and have for their dinner. For their dinner. That kind of planning that kind of you know being prepared so that when you need it it's there so just create this three four five your go-to meals your go-to breakfast lunches and dinners that you never have the opportunity to make a bad choice that's how we get people to transition into it i love how you just make this so simple and so obtainable for people it's just so realistic um, and, and I hope that the listeners are, are getting this from, from yeah. you know, hearing you is that this can just be, it does not have to be difficult. It does not have to be, you know, brain surgery or rocket science. So that's, and that's wonderful. what the food industry likes to do. The food industry likes to confuse us. They like to make it seem difficult so that we gravitate towards those convenience, towards those, you know, already prepared processed foods for us. And it really doesn't have to be like that. You're right. I agree. Excellent. I want to learn a little bit more about you. And one thing I ask all of my guests is what personal habit are you most proud of? How did you develop it? And how do you sustain it? Uh, wow. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's loaded. Um, <laughs> I, I say it's loaded because, you know, Pamela and I really take um, mindset and habits very seriously. We really try to help people. We think that even before you decide to go on a plant-based diet, it really is important that you understand that setting your mind and setting your habits is, is, the, is the way that you launch into a new aspect or a new way of life. So mindset and habits are so important to us. If I was to say what my habits are that I'm the most proud of, I mean, I have to say it's got to be maybe two different things. I can't just give you one. It's, I got to break it up into two. One being personal um, and the personal habit that I really am most proud of is that I have no excuses for my fitness and my physical activity. I, everybody's busy. I understand that. I'm busy. I'm as busy as everybody else. But I have made it my mission and I've done this most of my life. As I said, I was an athlete even in college that that I make time for my 
for my physical activity. And so now I even wake up at 4.30 every morning to go and work out with my son, Nathan, my 25-year-old son, Nathan. Uh, and I'm lucky and everyone says, oh yeah, I wish I had a personal trainer in my family too because he, he is a personal trainer. But you know, he's been an athlete his whole life too. And you know, I just I carve out the time and it's always been that way with my personal fitness because I know without that fitness, I can't perform the way I need to perform to accomplish all the things that I need to accomplish to keep my mind clear, to keep my body well so that I can move from one thing to the next and get everything done. So my personal habit that I really like the most is that I, I really carve out the time and there's no excuses for neglecting my own personal fitness. And then I guess for business or for my other aspects of my life, I really think surrounding myself with a great team. There's nothing that I feel that I can or anyone can accomplish in life, especially greatness in life, if you don't have a team. You need to put your, put your best people around you and use them and have them there to help you so that you can accomplish all your goals. It's, it's, it's such a crazy life out there. It's, there's so much going on. There's so much negativity and so many people that don't want you to accomplish what you want to accomplish. It, 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 they make it really hard for you. But if you keep yourself with the right people, surround yourself with that team that can only lift you when you need that lifting, but also help you with the different projects or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. But you need to get those people around you. And whether it's your family, whether it's people at, at your office, or even your friends uh, and who you hang out with on weekends. Though, that is so important. And I, I, I feel very strongly about that. So personally, it's my fitness. And then for the rest of my life, including my business, it's forming that team. Oh, those are wonderful. And I can just see you're just so authentic and genuine and, and you truly inspire me. So I'm just so glad that I've met you. So um, oh, thank yes, you. thank you for sharing that about yourself. Well, mm -hmm. as we close up, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about programs or anything that you're offering that you want to talk to the listeners about um, that they might be able to take a part of. Yeah, I, I, we're, we're getting and we're still developing so many new ways to reach out to people. This event medicine that I talked about for lifestyle medicine is, is so exciting for both Pamela and I. I. I can't tell you, it keeps evolving, whether they're events that people can see on the Facebook page. So if you on Facebook, you can reach me or follow me on uh, Daniel Witkowski, MD. Uh, and you'll see my picture there and my lab coat. Uh, but Daniel Witkowski, MD on Facebook is really a great way to connect and learn where all the programs are going to be because it's constantly moving because some of them are at the hospital or at hospital facilities that I just use the space there to reach out to the community. Or they could be, let's say, at a Whole Foods where I'm in their cafe and I'm doing a, a nutrition talk as you know, to what they're offering that day and why those types of foods are good for you and which ones you should stay away from. So it's, it's different, but I think Facebook is really up to date. Uh, it's really liquid all the time. It's, things are changing all the time. And then my website is danielwitkowskimd.com. So all one word, danielwitkowskimd.com. And there's some things about you know, my story uh, there that you can learn more about me and what I stand for. There's a few uh, of the uh, 
things that I've uh, been broadcasting, whether it's been on podcasts or on radio or on TV shows, you can see some of the clips from there to really try to understand what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Um, and I think from there, people can say, yeah, this is the type of person that I want to be part of. And this is, I want to get into his tribe of people because this is the way the movement's going. I know that you know where you are that the west coast has been doing this for a while the east coast is still a little bit behind but i know there's people around here that are hungry for it that are really interested in learning more and more about it and i can feel that wave of knowledge coming east from the west and lifestyle medicine coming to the east coast more and more so um, if people want to reach me, uh, if they just message me on Facebook um, pretty fast and responding to them, if they see one of my videos or they see one of my posts on Facebook to comment on those posts, that way I, you know, I'm pretty good at commenting right back within a few hours. But also it gives me great ideas to know what kinds of questions they have and, and what kind of content they want me to post and what, what they want me to talk about or answer any of their questions. So that's what the best way to get to me. That's the best way to learn about where the next event's going to be for us too. Wonderful. And it does look like you have some coming up. So for the listeners yes. that are, if you're in the area and you want to check out some of Dr. Dan's events, please log on to his Facebook page and then you can see what's coming up. That'd be okay. great. Thank you so much. You are just so passionate and so dedicated and I'm really inspired and impressed by how you can work full time as an OB-GYN and still have time to do all of this. Um, so it's, it's wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you to Pamela for all the work that you do. And thank you for being a guest on Veggie Doctor Radio. Well, thank you very much for having me and being able to spread this word of lifestyle medicine and really eating a great nutritious plan, you know, having whole foods and being plant-based. If you just try it, as you know, when you just try it, how it changes your whole life. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, have a plantastic day, Dr. Dan. <laughs> thank you very much. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to having you back again next week. A very special thank you to the band Rocket Surgeons for permission to use the broccoli song. To find out more about the Rocket Surgeons, please visit their website at rocketsurgeonsband.com or Facebook at facebook.com forward slash rocketsurgeonsmusic. Also, for more information on my work, you can find me at facebook.com forward slash veggiefitkids, or you can email me at veggiedoctor, V-E-G-G-I-E-D-O-C-T-O-R at veggiefitkids.com. Sharing is caring. Please share, rate, and review my podcast, and contact me if you have ideas for future episodes. Thank you once again, and have a plantastic day. We're having broccoli. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 